Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Do It For Him. In this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will encourage us to press on in our lives for the Lord. We will be going through practical and specific areas where we can not only grow, but strengthen our zeal and our passion to live our lives for God. We live in a time where God needs men and women of not only action, but of pure motives to bring Him glory. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. I believe this is a verse most of us are familiar with. Verse 9 says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Uh, I only recently preached a message on Isaiah chapter 53. And in that chapter, we see the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we see in, uh, in, in the first three verses, we see he suffered rejection for us. And then in verses 4 through 6, he had the suffering of burden-bearing. Verses 7 through 9, the suffering of innocence. And then in the last part of the chapter, verses 10 through 12, the suffering of, of obedience. What strikes me about that chapter is in the final analysis, he did that for me. And he did that for you. When I look at this verse, I realize this morning that he did this for me, that ye through his poverty might be rich. And so I want to talk to you about some choices that we have to make as Christians, choices that we have to make often. You know, too often we let all the becauses and the what-fors get in the way of these choices. But really, a lot of these choices just come down to an issue of obedience or disobedience. Remember something, that no matter how old we are, if you're saved here this morning, you're a child of God. And so it really does come down to obedience to my father or disobedience to my father. And so I want to talk to you this morning, rather than all the becauses and what fors about these decisions, I want to talk to you on the subject of you know, he did it for us. He did it for you. He did it for me. How about we just do it for him? How about we just do it for him? How about this one? Praying and reading our Bibles. Uh, you'd have guessed I would have said that one, huh? And yet, so much in the Christian life comes down to staying in the Word and to having a prayer life. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? But it's a struggle, isn't it? And, and let me ask you this question. How about this morning if we just look at it this way? Let's just do it for him. Let's just do it for him. The flesh hates prayer. But the Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Uh, fellas, don't wait for a crisis to come to men's prayer. Come and bear the burdens of others. Even if you don't have any burdens that you need to bring, bear somebody else's burdens. Uh, we put those Bible reading calendars out there to try to encourage you to read your Bible. I'm not saying 
This morning, that's the only way to read your Bible. I said to you before, I don't care if you start at Revelation and go backwards to Genesis every other chapter, and then go forward every other chapter to get the verse chapters you missed. I, I don't really care. If you get into your Bible every day and you're meeting with God, that's all I care about. Because someone once said that the Bible will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from the Bible. Do you know as Bible-believing Christians, we need to be careful that we aren't Bible believers who neglect the right Bible. Bless God, if I'm not going to read a Bible, it's going to be the King James Bible that I don't read. Well, that seems like a, a, a silly stand, doesn't it? But I think we've all been guilty of it at one time or another. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereunto according to thy word, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. How about we just forget about all the becauses and the what fors and just do it for him because of what he's done for us? Number two, how about this one? Giving up a pet or a besetting sin. You know what? I, I, don't, I don't care who you are uh, or, or how much you're in the Word and in prayer or how sanctified you might be. We all wrestle with what Paul called in the book of Hebrews a besetting sin, the sin which does so easily beset us. And you know, a lot of times what we're doing is, is we're trying to tame a wolf. We're harboring a rattlesnake. Uh, we're playing with a lion. And I like what David Spurgeon said one time when he was here. He said, if you're playing with sin, remember that sin is not playing with you. Amen. How about it this morning? A besetting sin. What about giving that thing up? Just do it for him. Never mind the becauses and the what fors and all the other attempts that we've made to try to get over it and failed and the different strategies that we've had in the past and maybe developing a new strategy. How about this strategy? Do it for him. Because, folks, sin will take you farther than you intended to stray. Sin will keep you longer than you intended to stay. And sin will cost you more than you intended to pay. The Bible doesn't try to kid us about the pleasures of sin. The Bible talks about the pleasures of sin and that the pleasures of sin are for a season. They're temporary. They're short-lived. And that's why God offers us a crown of life for resisting temptation because he knows that temptation is difficult for us. Now, what might be a big problem for me is no problem for you. Have you ever looked at someone else struggling against something and, and, and you have no problem with it and you go, well, I wonder why he's having such a bad time with that. But you know there might be something in your life that you struggle with that nobody else does. How about, how about this strategy this morning? Just do it for him. Amen. Hey, Lord, I really, I really like this. And by the way, we might as well be honest about it. Why kid ourselves? I really enjoy doing this. I know it's wrong. I, I've, I've been up against it time and again. But you know what I'm going to do, Lord? I'm going to do it for you because of what you've done for me. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, Yet for your sakes he became poor, that he through his poverty might be rich. How about this one? Come to church when you don't feel like it. Come to church when you don't feel like it. By the way, I am sure I am looking at people this morning that when you got up this morning, you didn't feel like coming to church. 
You say, preacher, do you always feel like coming to church? Uh, most of the time I do, but there are times I don't. I'll admit it. Thank you for being here this morning if you didn't feel like coming to church. By the way, I'm not sure your boss would really get along great with the idea that you miss a couple days a week because you just didn't feel like coming to work. wonder how long we'd keep our jobs if we did that. But you know, sometimes we don't. We don't feel like it. And yet Paul says in Hebrews 10, forsaking not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. As we get closer to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ and we see not only the whole world, but now our beloved country going off of moral and spiritual and economic cliffs, Paul says it's, it's so much more important as we see the day approaching. And you know, so often we think, well, I want to do, do something great to save America. But you want to know something? I think there's a way in which each and every one of us, each and every one of us can make a difference. And that's by being a remnant of salt in this country. You remember how God said to Abraham, uh, he said, uh, Abraham says, if, there, if there's 50 righteous here, would, would you spare the place, meaning Sodom and Gomorrah? And God says, if I find 50 righteous, I'll spare it. And then, and then Abraham, Abraham said, well, what about 45? And then he whittled them all the way down to what? 10. He got God down from 50 down to 10. And God said, if I can find 10, I will spare the place. And you know what? He destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because he couldn't find 10 righteous. I find a principle in Scripture. Jesus said, ye are the salt of the earth. I wonder sometimes if what's withholding the judgment of God on our country. I think of the blood that stains our land where millions of innocents have, have been aborted. Not to mention some of the murder capitals of our country like Chicago and Washington, D.C. and New York City and Philadelphia and Baltimore where there is more than one unsolved murder a day in those cities. The Bible tells us in the Old Testament that that blood stains the land. It's a curse. I wonder if God just isn't looking at our country and, and he has found enough of the salt where he's withholding his judgment. Folks, I'm all for voting. I'm all for doing our part as citizens. But I wonder sometimes if just being a faithful Christian, you know, I think it pleases God when he sees people on the Lord's Day taking time out of their lives and gathering together in his name when they could be doing so many other things. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Do It For Him, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael has revealed the practical ways in which we can live our lives for God. It is important that the Christians of America be Bible-reading Christians with active prayer lives. It is also imperative to give our time, our talents, and our treasures over to the Lord for His use and for His glory. One of the single greatest things we can invest our time, our talents, and our treasures in is in our witnessing efforts in telling others about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. The preacher has also encouraged us to step forward with our greatest efforts when we're tired and discouraged. It is at these times where we should remind ourselves to do it for Him. 
Jesus Christ paid a heavy cost and gave his life for us. All he asks in return is that we live for him. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday school, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Thank you.